Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Holly Iskra and welcome to my podcast. I just wanted to touch base on something because I put a TikTok out yesterday and it went around very quickly and I realized this topic needs to come out now. And this is a topic that we all still want answers on. Um, the TikTok was about, I, I duetted somebody, it was like a show or something and it was saying, you know, I've learned that you don't have to be screamed at in a relationship. You can have somebody in your life that wants to be around you, that loves to be around you, that wants to spend time with you, that doesn't make you pay for everything and all of this stuff. And I posted on the top, you know, this exists, I promise. And I re- and there was a lot of women that liked it and saved it in their favorites. So I know this is something that a lot of us are still looking for. And you know, I want to explain about this existing. It, it only exists if you know your self-worth. So that's what I want to talk about today is self-worth. Now, I know with 100% certainty that I have self-worth now. And I used to think I loved myself, but I really didn't. But I couldn't see that at the time. There are many, many things that I would not do or tolerate at this point in my life because I know my worth now. But let me tell you, it took a while. In fact, a very, very long time to get to the point I'm at now, probably my entire life. And when I hear the way women that have no self-worth speak about men that they're into, it makes me cringe a little bit because it brings flashbacks to my mind of myself and my own experiences. This is how I was. The way that I would put the guy first to seek validation and praise and for things he would do that were bare minimum was just ugh. Like I thought it was the best thing in the world. You know, where did my ideas of pleasing a man or partner at all costs come from? You know, throughout my life, I would hear things like, be a good wife, you get to a man's heart through his stomach, you don't want him to stray. So I learned quickly that once I was back on the dating scene, that everyone had way too many options. With dating apps and other social media apps at the tip of their fingers, it was nearly impossible to be the only one in somebody's life. But you could be the favorite if you stood out. So this is what I strive for. Um, And I treated dating like a part-time job. It became a performance and it was absolutely exhausting. So why did I ever put everyone else before myself? You know, before I re-entered the dating scene, I was married for 11 years and living with him for 13. That's a long time. And there was no intimacy, no loving touches. Everything was very, very transactional. So after living that way for a very long time, When I interacted with other men in dating, it was the exact same, but the only difference was that now I was able to choose when I wanted to have any interactions. Back then, I didn't feel like I could choose it. I did it to make him happy, you know, so he wouldn't stray, all these kind of things. And, you know, with my new transactions, I still never got anything out of it, but I did get a little validation that they were also just choosing me in that brief period of time. So the situations I put myself in seemed 
really hilarious. Like I remember when I was going through it, I just was telling all the moms all these hilarious stories and they all thought it was hilarious too. But now as I'm looking back, now I cringe because it's sad. It's really sad. And I feel, I feel sad for my past self that I allowed a lot of those experiences to happen. But I think, you know, I also forgave myself because I think we all have phases of our life and that was just a very brief learning period for me. And hey, it gives me something to talk about today, right? <laughs> Everything that I experienced was all because I allowed it. And I'm gonna, and I own that 100%. Can you like I actually believed that if you went into a man's home, sex was expected. That was the unspoken agreement. You just stepping foot in the door. So if I didn't want to, I made it very clear before I even would go in the house. I would say, this is not going to happen. Do you still want me to come over? We can hang out, but we're not going to have sex. I would make sure that agreement happened before I went in. If I knew nothing was going to happen. But once I was inside and if I hadn't said anything and I changed my mind and I didn't want to, I would still go along with it. You know, I would tell myself the show must go on. Um, and at the end of the day, what did it matter? I did this my whole marriage. So what was one more meaningless experience? I was numb to any of it at this point. So let me tell you a story. Just one story of how low my self-esteem was. Um, I'll set the scene. It's Valentine's Day. I'm single. I've been separated for about a year now. The kids are off to school. I'm about to go to work. I buy myself some chocolates and red roses, do a little post on Instagram about how much I love myself. I feel good. So I think. I message a couple of the boys I'm talking to and say happy Valentine's Day. One hockey player guy um, he that I was seeing responds back and he wants to have a quickie. I think, yeah, of course. Oh, he's taking time for me on Valentine's Day. Like, wow, I feel kind of special. This is exciting. He comes over. We're into it. He's got a little vibrator. He asked me if I wanted him behind. I mean, at this point, I'm such a people pleaser and I have zero idea that I actually am that I just want him to be happy. So yes, of course I want it because that's what he wants. So I'm on top. He sticks it in and then tells me to hold it. I reach around. It's not there. Yeah, it is. He says. I'm thinking he's joking, like I legit feel nothing, so we continue on. The guy finishes all over my face and he heads off to work. So I'm cleaning up and I can't find the vibrator. Is it in me? If it is, it's fine. It'll come out when it's ready. My mom then calls, she wants to meet me at my grandma's. Fine. I go, but I call my best friend on the way. I tell her the story of what just happened. What? Have you not seen the movie Jackass, she says. No. Like, do you think I should go to the hospital? Yes, she says. Oh, well, I don't have time. It's Valentine's Day. I'm taking my kids to the movies. I have to go to work. Like, what would I even say? Where would I tell people I'm going? So I continue on with my day. I get to my grandma's, but now I can feel it. I'm sweating. I feel sick. I need to use her washroom. Maybe I can reach in or something. But her toilet's broken. So... I mean, I'm sitting there, I'm obviously uncomfortable, thoughts are racing through my mind, like, will I die? Is it floating in my intestines? Will I get a hemorrhoid from this? Will it damage my insides? I can't think, I can't be a part of the conversation, I'm sweating more, the room is too small, with my grandma and my mom in there, 
I can't act normal anymore. There has to be a way. Like, there has to be a way. So I excuse myself. I go to the nurse's station and I ask to use her washroom. This is it. I can't go on like this. It has to come out. I'm not leaving until it's out. So I squat, reach up. I feel it, but it's sideways. Oh my God. So I maneuver it. I pull it out. And the relief I feel in that moment, I cannot explain. I clean myself up. I'm a new woman. I text the guy that it's out. Perfect, he says. You know, and I go on with my day and I think nothing of it. I think this whole day is completely normal. Looking back, this man did not give a shit that it was Valentine's Day or that he completely used me and left me in such a state. He could care less. He probably never thought about me the rest of the day. But my self-worth was so low I was just happy he chose to come see me on Valentine's Day. Meanwhile, he probably took a girl with better self-esteem out for a nice dinner that night. But I allowed this to happen and this man acted this way because of that. I taught him how to treat me and in his mind, this was totally okay and normal because I never said anything otherwise. I have so many stories like this and I'm gonna tell them all, probably, or most of them. But the question is, what is self-worth? How do we realize ours? How do we set boundaries? How do we get people to treat us with respect? I don't have all the answers, but I can only tell you my story and what I did. So I can tell you that you start by taking time completely to yourself. You cut off every single man that you are talking to. Every single one. Even if it's a part-time thing. No. Done. You delete all their numbers. You delete all the dating apps and you clean up your life. You also go through all your phone numbers of people, your Facebook, you know, your Instagram, of people that don't add value to your life, delete them, remove them. Then you take as much time as to yourself that you need. Maybe it's six months, maybe a year, maybe more, but you spend your free time doing things you like to do. And maybe if you're a people pleaser like me, you don't even know what it is that you like. So that takes a long time. You know, for me, when I was dating people, Let's say we go to the movies or watch a movie at home. I would let them pick the movie because I like rom-coms. I like comedies. But if they didn't like the movie I liked, they would sit and complain the whole time. So so that I could sit in peace for two hours, even though I didn't like the movie, I would let them pick so that they'd be quiet. Like, So it took me a long time to figure out what I actually enjoyed. You know, I started listening to my center. You know, it turns out I like to have bubble baths and eat ice cream. Like really enjoyed myself doing that so write a list of the things that you like to do then you write a list of the things that you would like to do you you know and start to book those things book classes and trips make your plans spend time with your friends treat yourself journal right just do you then one day i promise you will be ready to date again and this time it's going to be different And it's going to be different because you have such a beautiful lived life that you don't need a man or partner in yours. It'll be different because the second you feel your peace has been disrupted, you're just going to walk away and put yourself first and never look back. It'll be different because anything that doesn't align with you or your peace doesn't work for you anymore. And you know what? You may or may not meet someone that is a wonderful bonus to your life, but either way, it doesn't matter anymore. You don't care because you stopped putting other people first and you started to put yourself first. And now you actually really love yourself more than anyone else. You know, I think we also have to stop telling ourselves that all the good men are taken. 
People will rise to meet you if you allow them, but they'll also drag you down if you allow them. It's all up to you. Just because someone is living a certain way does not mean they can't change just like you. Like you can give people a chance without compromising your self-worth and they'll never disappoint you because you don't expect much anymore. It's never a risk because you will never again love anyone more than yourself. If they turn out to not be right for you or that they were putting on a show, you're just going to walk away. Like it, it doesn't matter. It was just an experience. You're just going to walk away. All of our relationships are a mirror and a reflection of ourselves. That's it. So if you see something in somebody that you don't like, that's something within you you don't like. If you see something you really like in someone, that's within you. Right? Um, you know, and I think if you keep... So for me, I would just keep dating the same person over and over and over again. The only thing that would change was their face. And if you find this is happening to, to you too... That's something within yourself that you need to look at. That's an old story you keep telling yourself. So when you sit with yourself and you write a new story, now you may feel like a phony or completely delulu at first, but eventually you'll believe it. And eventually you'll start seeing it com real coming into your life. We can convince ourselves of anything. You know, what do you have to lose? And I truly believe there are good people out there. There are good people on dating apps. I was on dating apps and I'm a good person and I had good intentions like they exist there are people that want the same thing as you it's true so get yourself in line and then the right people will come along you have to trust it you attract what you are not what you want we attract what we are not what we want you know so what are some things you guys have done in your life to raise your self-worth are you even aware that you know you have no self-worth there are people i think that had it right from the beginning and maybe it had to do with the way you were raised i'm not sure but you know what are some things you do for yourself what are some things you do to treat yourself thank you guys so much for listening and uh let's chat next week <laughs>